Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's 105 in Edmonton, 205 in Nashville, Tennessee. Bob Stoffer with you. The Edmonton Oilers and the Predators tonight. Nashville was in St. Louis. The Oilers in many. Uh, Edmonton has dropped eight of their last nine games against Minnesota, but they're 8-0-1 against Nashville, which is a little bit perplexing given the fact that the Preds have got a Big, heavy, tough team, the type of team that the Oilers seem to have issues with whenever they play Minnesota. This is Oilers Now, brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer, the ideal place to start your daily vacation. Uh, we are going to head straight off to the River Cree Resort and Casino hotline at 780-496-0063, the River Cree Resort Casino excitement. Bet on it. And we welcome back to the show Nashville Predators television analyst, former NHL goaltender, uh, and a central Alberta product, Chris Mason. Chris, it's Bob Stoffer. How are you? Great, Bob. How you doing? Good to be back on. Yeah, thanks for taking time to join us here. Uh, are you watching any of the World Cup? No, I am not. Unfortunately, i got uh, other things going on in the world, and soccer, soccer's not up there for me, so I'm not. Yeah, now, do you, are you a fan of any other sport other than hockey? Yeah, I, I love uh, I love baseball. Um, I grew up, I played it growing up, hockey, baseball, hockey, baseball. So I follow that, and uh, I'm a now an avid pickleball player. So if you count that, uh, I'm a big fan of that now. So. <laughs> uh, I'm an NCAA. Yeah, I'm an NCAA college football junkie, especially the uh, the SEC. Um, uh, uh, listeners would know I'm an Alabama fan and they, by their ridiculous standards, they've had a tough year, uh, but they were still pretty good yeah. on results. Uh, but, and I, I've become, you know, I've always had time for international soccer. I hate the politics that come with it and the histrionics in terms of, you know, how some of the players are at times, but it's, it's, yeah. it's, uh, you know, it's obviously the whole world's focused on it. All right. You guys were in St. Louis last night. We were in Mini. By the way, how, let me, let me ask you this. Uh, how have the Predators done head to head against Minnesota over the, specifically against over the last couple of seasons? Cause Edmonton is one in five against Minnesota over the last two years. And I'm just wondering how, uh, how the Preds have done against the Wild. We've actually done really well. It's, it, you know, it's, you guys know too. It's, it's just such a funny league how just certain teams you play well against and then certain you go through phases and, and you, you can't solve. And then, you know, the team that you can, you can beat, like you were just mentioned that the Edmonton uh, has got trouble with, with many and, 
we've got trouble with you guys. Um, so it's kind of funny, you know, how, how that works. And I mean, the league's so good and there's just certain things. I don't know if, you know, half of the battle is, is just mentality or if it's, you know, game plan or just certain players and rosters don't match up well against each other. I watched you guys last night too. I thought, um, you know, you guys played well. I thought Skinner was good, but many really defended well. I thought they did a really good job on the power play and, you know, just didn't give, uh, you know, give the big dogs uh, a lot of room out there. You played the position. Now, we'll get to the Preds in a second. Uh, you mentioned Stuart Skinner. He's 24. You came up out of the WHL as well. At what time did you feel comfortable? Uh, at what age as, a, as an NHL goaltender? Well, you know, I, there was a, a time when I, I played in the minors, and, you know, there's certain guys, obviously Skinner's a very talented kid, and he's, he's having a heck of a season so far. And, you know, there's just a point in time when, you know, I'd go to camp, and, you, you know, I just knew that I wasn't quite where the NHL guys were. I'd get sent down, and then I'd have to, you know, try to earn my way in that league and try to get to be considered one of the top guys there. But I feel for me, I was probably around 25, 26, where – you know, I went to camp and I'd spent, you know, four years in the minors. I ended up, I played six total, but it was about that age where I thought, all right, you know, I've developed, I kind of understand I'm a more, uh, better student of the game. I understand all the, you know, the, the amount of effort that goes into the, the off ice stuff with your training and conditioning and all, all those types of things. And then, you know, that translated into to my play and just knowledge of the position and just the education and, you know, a lot of the extra work that you have to do to get to the, the National Hockey League. So I was probably, I would say, 25, 26, where I thought that, uh, you know, I truly, you know, could play in that league. And uh, I played a couple more, um, or I played another year in the minors, and then I got an opportunity with Nashville. But I was a little bit older of a developer, and some kids, very few, like, you know, Carter Hart and, you know, Skinner's a young kid, too, coming in and be able to not only, you know, be a backup goalie, now you need two guys to be able to make an impact and play on a regular basis. And right. He's, uh, he's something, you know, he, he's something there that's, uh, that's rare. Well, I, and I will tell you this. One of the things that the players comment on, we pick up on, because, you know, like you guys were on the, the planet in the last couple of years, and I noticed it last year because he, he was up for the first half of the year before Mike Smith got healthy, just his composure and how calm and consistent he is every day. Uh, he's a big man. He is, uh, you know, Dustin Schwartz has worked a lot with him, an OR sports guy about the head placement, about the, you know, the, the puck tracking minimizes the movement. Now, I think that there's been some shooters that have learned how to shoot on guys like that, especially the ones yep. that fired the goalie's head on the short side. Yep. But there's, there's a lot to like. And you guys have a guy that's basically the opposite. Uh, we're not going <laughs> to, we're not going to see Skinner tonight and we're not going to see, uh, UC Saros tonight. But, you know, Saros is an undersized guy that's just a great athlete and his quickness is off. And he's sort of the antithesis of that sort of OR sports school of goaltending, isn't he? Yeah, he absolutely is. And, and you know, he's uh, he's an exception to the rule. But, you know, he, he's not a big guy, but he makes himself big the way he plays. And technically, he, he's, he's almost a perfect goaltender in the way that he manages his space. You know, his upper body is is upright all the time. So even though he's five eleven, you know, he, he looks a lot bigger in the net because of the the, the way that he plays. And his hands are high as well. So um, you know, he's a different guy. I will caution the one thing with a younger goaltender is is obviously everything's got to do with uh, the mental state of things. And I think you saw this with you know Carter Hart. He was a little bit younger. 
And same thing with Skinner. When you first come in and you've got no expectations, you're not the starter or, you know, in quotations, the starting goaltender. It looks like more and more Skinner's getting in that position. But the men- mental part when you're the guy, because right now it's a great story. It's awesome. He doesn't have to be, you know, the number one guy and all the pressures fall on his shoulders. And, you know, you play in certain markets in Canada and Philly's a tough market. And then there's a little bit of a regression once you're playing every single night and, and you're the guy that has to carry the load and answer the questions and go out there the next night. That's a, that's a different challenge. And I know he's, you know, he's had success in junior, but the NHL is a whole different animal. So that's probably his next uh, big, big hurdle, I would think. It's a great point by you. So tonight, uh, it's going to be Lankinen against Jack Campbell, and your guys play great, and Oilers fans are they're quite concerned about Jack Campbell here early. So give me the synopsis on and, and sort of uh, uh, the state of the, the, the Preds goaltending, uh, what, what we're going to see tonight, and maybe just a quick rip on Campbell trying to find his place in Edmonton. Well, I'll start with Lankinen, uh because I got uh, a little thing for, for Campbell on, on tonight. Um, you know, Lankinen's been great. This will, this will be his first home game as a Pred. Um, obviously, you know, the typical backup doesn't get a, a ton of home games, and uh, he's been great for us. I mean, he's, he's every situation, they get a lot of the back-to-back situations or the, you know, the ugly games in the schedule or what have you, and, and he's been uh, just, just a, a real blessing this season. They moved on from David Riddick, who um, was so up and down last year and just not, you know, a reliable backup in terms of consistency, and Lankinen's came in, and, and he's been just everything you know everything they'd hope for and more to be honest with you so um obviously he's gonna have a tough test uh, you know against uh, you know Dreisaitl and McDavid who have eaten the Preds up Edmonton who's eaten the Preds up in the last few years here but um for Jack Campbell you know we've we're having trouble scoring goals and we just run into uh three goalies almost consecutively that have been struggling and um, Talbot, Bennington, I know Bennington played a good game against Colorado the other night, but he's been struggling. Then Brian Elliott and Tampa Bay, and we've made them look pretty darn good. We're just we're having trouble getting into the interior. We're, you know, a lot perimeter guys are really struggling with confidence. The power play is not executing. So, you know, playing us right now is, is not a bad thing, I think, for a goaltender. And I'm sure they looked at the schedule, and, and you, you know, you obviously Skinner's going really well. You want him against Minnesota, and you know, get give Jack Campbell an opportunity, um, you know, to play a team that's that's having trouble scoring. Having said that, you never know when a team's going to burst out because we got a lot of guys underachieving right now. Yeah, we're joined by Chris Mason, longtime television analyst of the Nashville Predators, Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers now, and. Uh, we mentioned those numbers earlier, Chris. Uh, 29th the league in goals for, 29th in the league in the power play. Edmonton is sixth in the league in goals for, and of course they've got you know a chance to do something that has not been done in over 30 years in the NHL. Let's have four consecutive years of 25% or higher on the power play. Edmonton with the best power play in the league right now at 30.2%. Um, What's the updated status? Uh, we had we had Kevin Gravel, and Evan, I'll have a story for you later today, but uh, on Kevin. Uh, but what's the updated status on the D right now for the Preds? We'll be the same. We're, we'll be the same as, as last night against St. Louis. We've lost uh, Borbietsky, uh, long-term IR, McDonough is out uh, week-to-week, Lausanne. He's day-to-day, and Carrier is week-to-week. So uh, you mentioned we've got uh, Kevin Gravel up here, uh, Roland, 
McEwen and um, Jordan Gross, all guys that have played very well in Milwaukee. And, you know, they've actually quite honestly come up and been really solid. Jordan Gross, an offensive guy, lit up the American League last year. One of the, you know, I guess question marks on him was can he defend, you know, at this level? And he's he's been really good. He's playing with Roman Yossi right now. He's come up and, you know, a lot better than, than I expected. Just, saw, um, you know, what I'd heard about him. He's really committed to, to being able to play that part of the game. Uh, in the National Hockey League, which, you know, is a requirement for the Nashville Predators right now because we're not scoring a lot of goals. And then uh, uh, McEwen and uh, Gruel came up last night against St. Louis, took on a lot of water. They, they played well, though. They, they got a lot of stops in the defensive zone, you know, cut off the cycles and just kept it really simple, didn't try to do anything fancy. Um, penalty kill, they got a lot of penalty kill minutes, and, and they had a solid first game, so we'll see tonight. Well, uh, the Oilers... Had Slater Cuckoo on a uh, two-year deal, and Slater has not been with the organization really since he got sent down the minors uh, uh, last, I don't know what it was, January maybe. And he's gone on a personal leave. And I think that if that contract wasn't there, I think the Oilers would have looked to have re-signed Gravel as well. Uh, yeah. And here's where I mentioned you, and if somebody can maybe look this up for me, one of the listeners, you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Edmonton had a game in Vancouver during the 1819 season when Gravel was on the team. And I believe the uh, Corsi for the game with Gravel and Caleb Jones together when they on the, were on the ice was 21-1 to 1 for Edmonton. It was <laughs> like it, I, I, I was unheard just, of. That's unheard it, of. It was it was unbelievable. Like the the puck was, uh, you know, like Caleb. There was some moments with Caleb and Ethan Bear uh, during the course of the yeah. eighteen nineteen and nineteen twenty season, where you're thinking, you know, there's a, and these guys have now been obviously moved on. But Gravel was. He, he was pretty steady. Like, the Oilers weren't a very good team in 1819. He was a marginal minus. Some people hate that stat, Chris, but he was okay for them. Like, and, yeah. and I talked to Keith Gretzky yeah. enough to know that if we had had a, a con, you know, didn't, we weren't sure what was going to happen with Cuckoo, um, whether or not he was going to play. I'm sure they would have contemplated bringing Gravel back because that's how good he was in the minors a couple of years ago for Jay Woodcroft. So he, like, he's yeah. a legitimate organizational eighth, ninth defenseman. So. Yeah. That's right here. And that's why they signed him. You know, to get the depth of a guy in case you get in this situation. You know, for him too, the opportunity to, you know, once you get a taste of the NHL and you know things don't go your way and move on from an organization, you got to prove yourself again. So he's got himself a really good opportunity here in Nashville. Uh, Forsberg, forty-two goals last year. Duchesne, forty-three goals. Uh, Johansson uh, had a sixty-three-point season. Granlund didn't score a lot, but he had a sixty-four-point year. Not at the same level of productivity so far this year. Any theories as to why? Well, I, I think one, and um, you know, it's just funny we're comparing. You know, just McDavid and Drysaddle. I think their goal total combined, I think, adds up to our top seven goal scorers or something like that. So, uh, a lot has to do here with, with the power play. I feel you know any offensive player, um, you just get so much confidence uh, from, from having success on the power play, and, and that's been a real struggle for us this season. Um, I think five on five or even strength too. We're, a lot of our offense is just, it's coming from the outside. And I think last year, you know, you, you look at skill players and you know, Duchesne and Forsberg in particular made such a, an effort, you know, to get to the interior, to kind of get out of their comfort zone. They're in front of the net, tipping pucks and, and battling. And then they're two strong guys too. And I think when you start 
doubting yourself or second guessing the way that you play. Um, you know, you're always looking for, let, let's try to make a better play. Let's not do, you know, this shot isn't good enough. It, it's it's on the, the outside. I know there's traffic, but let's look for a, a better play and there's some hesitation in your game. And by the time, you know, a split second goes by, that lane that you thought was there isn't there anymore. And there's a little too much of uh, that, I think, right now. And again, like, like any any player at this level, you, you can have all the skills in the world, but your confidence and mindset, is it, it trumps anything, especially with guys that are, are paid to score goals. When it's not going in, that that weight on the shoulders uh, just keeps increasing every single you know night or loss or you know whenever you have an opportunity to go for five on the power play that's on you so I think uh, I think that has a lot to do with it um, they're not getting the same opportunities as they did last year because they're not playing the same way great stuff Chris we'll see you down on the rink tonight thank you for joining us here in Oilers now thanks Stoff. see you buddy you bet we'll see you 220 in Edmonton we'll step out for four minutes you're listening to Oilers now all right, uh, spoiler alert, updating the World Cup. They're in the 64th minute. Argentina leads Croatia 2-0. Again, 64th minute, Argentina leading Croatia by a score of 2-0. We are going to go to our prospect report, which you're going to hear every Tuesday and Thursday here on Oilers Now. And between now and the NHL draft, which will be held here in Nashville. And the prospect report is brought to you by Reface Magic. Save money on your kitchen renovation. Don't replace, reface. That's don't replace, reface. And Brendan Escott, no surprise where we're going with the prospect report today. Yeah, let's take a peek at Reed Schaefer's numbers all season long because that in part obviously earning him the look at uh, Canada's camp and then he earned himself a spot. That'll be fun to watch this holiday season. Seattle Thunderbirds, probably the best team in the Western League. Uh, 22 games played for Schaefer, 27 points. That's 15 goals for the big power forward. He's, what, 6'4", 220, Bob. So he's kind of an outlier in terms of the modern-day player being that size and, and also that kind of point production. He is second to among Oilers prospects, only to Matvey Petrov as far as point-per-game production this year in the juniors. And it hasn't gone great for Petrov this year producing. He's on a good team. North Bay's got a good squad, but not quite producing at the same rate that he was last season. Uh, by the way, Seattle has four players on Team Canada. Goaltender Thomas Milich, who did a great job against the Amazon Oil Kings last year. Uh, Nolan Allen, a first-rounder from 2021 from Chicago. Kevin Korchinski, no relation to Edmonton legend Jerry Korchinski, uh, a uh, seventh overall pick of the Chicago Blackhawks. So the Hawks got two Seattle Thunderbirds on their squad, and then obviously Schaefer. So again, uh, that is the Oilers prospect report for Reface Magic. As we go into Oilers game day trivia for St. Albert Source for Sports, your hockey headquarter for over 35 years. Well, let's see what you got. Let's see what sort of juice you got. You get a $50 GC from our friends at St. Albert Source for Sports. And you got bragging rights, but you got to know the list. You got to know the answer. You text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. First correct text in wins the GC. It's pretty easy, actually, I think. The Nashville Predators tonight, they have nine first-rounders on their roster, if you include guys that are currently on the injured report, but only one player is a homegrown first-round pick. Name the Nashville Predators' lone Nashville Predators first round selection on their roster right now. I mean, they got Forsberg from Washington. They got Johansson in a deal from Columbus for Seth Jones all those years ago. Granlin came over in a deal for Fiala. 
Niederreiter signed there. He was a first-rounder of the Islanders back in the day. Colorado, first-rounder for Duchesne. Uh, Cody Glass, a first-rounder from Vegas. Jankowski, a first-rounder from Calgary. Even McDonough, who's not playing tonight, but out, he was a first-rounder of the Canadians. Only one homegrown first-rounder for the Nashville Preds. Who is he? Texas on the Ashley Fine Flores text line at 780-496-0063. We will tell you. Japanese Village, Edmonton's destination for a celebration for the census. You can reserve today for 50 years. Japanese Village has been Edmonton's destination for a celebration for the census. Reserve today at jvedmonton.ca. And uh, just to wrap up uh, this uh, this half hour, should mention that Brent Ridge Ford, those, they've done such a great job selling their trucks right now and SUVs, they're in need of more. You can trade in your vehicle for an upgrade or sell it to them outright, whatever best for you. Remember, if you order a 2023 truck from Brent Ridge Ford, your interest rate can be locked in as low as 3.99%. You can call Uncle Milt Rich, Johnny and the gang, 780-352-6048. Brent Ridge Ford is your Ford truck authority on the Auto Mile in Wetaskiwin. Uh, we've seen Brian Lawton twice in the last 10 days. And he's going to be kind enough to join us on Oilers Now at 135 after a global news weather traffic update with Kevin Robertson.